Kingdom Talks. Uh, we've got Berlin Newby, a co-host, and our guest today is Jeff Rohr. And we're excited because Jeff and I have had several conversations over the last, oh, I don't know, um, six months or so. We've connected. And it's interesting because we've got the site uh, the, or the Facebook uh, group that is Ecclesia Arising, spelled with two Ks, and it's Arising. And you have another group called Ecclesia Rising, spelt with the CK without the A on the rising. And I don't even, we'll have to talk about that because I'm like, how did that happen? I don't remember what, 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 how, how we got connected there. But anyway, Jeff, tell us a little bit about your story in terms of um, coming out of the church and, and stepping into this because you're quite a business guy. And I know for the most part, not everybody, but for the most part, business people seem to be pretty, you know, logical, logically oriented and just want to, you know, get things done. And so that can make it challenging sometimes for someone to step into a place of rest and learning to meditate in order to step into the heavens and, and see what Father's doing. But I'm going to be quiet and let you tell us about yourself. Uh, first, thank first, thank you, thank you for, for inviting, inviting me. It's, it's an, honor. an honor. I know a lot of people say that when they come on your page, but it truly is. It's a turning of a tide. We were talking a little bit about the nobodies. You're giving us recognition, so we appreciate that. I'm sure all would say that. The transition, that's a long, long answer, but I'll give the short version. Before I do that, I want to say the Ecclesia Rising, I was researching the spellings of Ecclesia, and I always like to do things a little bit different, and that was the rarest form of the spelling, and I think it's probably only referenced one other place. So, Can I say something on that? Because I think it's kind of interesting, um, because the Ks, uh, that represents the Greek form of the word. The Cs supposedly represent the um, ecclesiastical, or uh, um, why am I blank on the Latin, the Latin term. And it's like you covered both grounds. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 right. 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 But, but, yeah. And the, and the rising was, was simply from, from when that happened, when we, we started that group, I think it was five or six years, years ago, ago, there was nothing really going on. So the idea was that there was a, a swell. And the, the word, um, a voice in the wilderness, we were so, I was so alone. There was nobody out there. And so the idea was to try to get us to connect. And again, and again it, was it was a, a, blueprint, a blueprint that I call it from the Lord to, to launch that. So, awesome. But at, at the time that he did, this is where you and I kind of chimed in together. The Lord said there'll be two of you. He said in the future there'll be two of you. You both be unique and a little bit different. And he said, but there'll be two Ecclesia Risings. And yours is Arising, our Rising, a little bit different spelling. So I found that fascinating when we connected and when you popped up. So I'm excited. And I know that our visions, visions, I'm not getting getting into the answer of my question, (laughs) our visions are similar on certain certain things. I'm looking for those holy alliances that God has revealed to me to come to pass. So, Amen. The answer answer to your question is yes, I've done a lot of business, owned several businesses, main main claim to fame is in real estate, Um, had a property investment and remodeling company for several years and did a lot of that. I struggled for years financially and was a big part of the faith movement and was involved with several charismatic churches. But, but I, I, born, I was born and raised Catholic, Catholic got, saved got saved in the evangelical. My girlfriend, who eventually became my wife, was uh, had a, a connections to a Baptist church and a non-denominational. So real quickly, I got a full scope of what the church was. And from there, we got married, and I did several ministry stints as a youth pastor and associate ministers at other churches, Mexican churches and black churches. And so the Lord kind of took me through 
the body as a whole for uh, a long period. But what happened was I was really hungry for the Lord. Intimacy was always a thing that popped up. And, and I was pressing God, God for finances because it was the one thing that, thing that I, I felt like was tangible. And so I was applying my faith and I was getting no answers for months and months and months. I got no answers. And so I just said, Lord, I'm going to stay where I'm at until, you know, you open up heaven and tell me what it is. And one day after months of pursuing him on that every single morning, same time every morning, getting up, pursuing him for finances, he said, stop and expect it. And in that that expecting, expecting, the Holy Spirit Spirit was revealing to me it was the same as though I was expecting a child. And he started walking me down this this road of faith and how faith faith is tied to relationship. And relationship is intimacy. And so then I was on this journey of how faith is not about how much I can believe, it's how much I know him. And so the passage in Matthew talks about to know him. The passage in Revelation says, behold, the standard will knock and you can come where I am with the Father. These were all perplexing verses for me and I was just chasing this revelation of intimacy with the Lord and it led me down this this rabbit trail of you know what I seen in the body of Christ through the churches that I've been in was this structure of what the Lord started showing me was idolatry and it wasn't that people really intentionally tried to but they just always uplifted a man instead of really focusing on the relationship with the with Christ yeah yeah. So, he, so was he was the gateway, gateway is what I started seeing. I said, well, this, we should do this. And I, and I said, Father, what does your church really look like? You say you're coming back with the for churches without Spotter What does it look like? What is the structure of that? And that's where the revelation of the ecclesia and the court popped up, this entity, benching, legislation. And so for months, I'm seeking that out, and I get a download. I get a full-on full download, download with what now I know is a blueprint. And for and years, I was getting things that I, now I know are called mandates. mandates. Every day, I would take dictation from the Lord on what to do on each situation. Every property I had, I would put, in, put a list of the name of the person to contact, and the Lord would say, do this. And I'd write it out and say, call this person at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I want you to, to uh, point out this, this, and this, because this is where their heart is. And so we did that on everything every day. So I was already walking in a lot of things. That I didn't know what I would call it. I just called it taking dictation. So mandates and blueprints were part of my life. And now there's some gauges for it. You know, there's a reference with words that we now have, and we have some structure that we can bring to it. So we really, our main focus and the main mandate I have is to bring the government of God into place in the earth and in the heavens. So that's where you have the benches and the ecclesias. And that's really our main focus right now. And uh, just, just, uh, it's been an incredible journey. My wife is on board too. Having unity with the spouse is a big thing. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't have that. She actually got on the bandwagon before I did. And I said, well, I don't want to read any of this stuff or, or see any of this stuff. I want my own experiences with God. And so he started giving me encounters. And then she'd tell me a testimony about somebody on a video that was doing something. And uh, she said, you got to listen to this. This is exactly what you just said. And so, and so the Lord, Lord used, uh, used, it used it that way to, to really reveal a lot of things to me. That is really interesting, Jeff, because the, you know, the more and more that you and I talk, so we talk on the phone every so often, and, and actually when we were there in Austin, you drove, I think, two hours to come see me, which I, that was just, I was so honored and blessed by that and had some time together there. But it's just our stories are fairly similar in a lot of ways and our experiences um, you know, I've said it several times that the father has basically 
had me not do a lot of reading and watching of videos of, of you know specific uh, people and so forth, partly because he wanted the, that same thing. He wanted to give me the downloads and an understanding, and then the faith part comes when after he's given that to me, then he reveals it that other people are experiencing it too. And oftentimes it's very rapid. You know, I'll experience something and then boom, 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 boom. You know, a lot of other people will get it. And it's just like this fantastic faith building experience when we go through that because it's basically showing us that God is the one giving the downloads because we're not talking to one another. You know, most of us are not talking to yeah. one another and we're getting the same downloads. That's the faith building part. It's pretty incredible. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. So, wow, Jeff, you mentioned a lot of really cool Covered a lot stuff. of ground really fast. Exactly, that a lot of people don't know about. So you mentioned benching and legislation. And, you know, you also said before we started how you use Ecclesia to walk out the blueprints, mandates, and scrolls. So pick one of those. Where <laughs> I'd like to learn about all of them. Pick one you want to talk about. First, I want to say this to everybody, and, and I, I'm always willing to be wrong, and I test everything. And so I think I see fruit from a lot of things in my life from the Lord because I always tested every word that he ever spoke to me. So, Gil, I think that's why we, we cover ground so quickly is our faith was already in place. So the foundation was there for us to build on this intimate relationship very quickly because we could hear his voice or we could see him in the spirit. We had discernment. And so a lot of people struggle with that piece, you know, as far as the moving rapid part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, it all kind of goes together. You know, the form and the function of his body was what I was pursuing, but it was through relationship. And so there are several people that have come out with things, but the idea is that relationship is first and then responsibility. So in that pursuit of relationship, the Lord then says, okay, I want you to take your role in the kingdom. And this is for everyone. He wants us to take that position. And I didn't know what that position looked like until I was pursuing it through relationship. Once I had that foundation in place and it was a steadfast, consistent thing, every day I did the same thing over and over. So I knew what was going to happen in the sense of I could measure it. I would ask for something and wait till it happened. Or he would reveal something to me, and I'd yeah. wait for it to manifest. So that was the journey of that rapid growth and that movement. I would think the first topic would be, um, you know, purification and yielding. That's good. I know, I know, I didn't say it, but the first mode that the Father had me deal with was my heart. Before I could ever, quote unquote, govern or move into a position of authority. And, you know, governing his courts and his house is what we talk about being sons of God and these various different terms that are now popular in certain circles. We have to first deal with the chamber of this heart. We have to govern this court. And that was the first thing. That was the first approach before I could ever get a revelation on what is he trying to say to me on the structure of his, of his church and the government that he wants to establish. Benching... Um, Benching is what we currently have it as is three people. It represents like the Trinity, the same structure. The idea, uh, and Ian Clayton really, truly, I think, released this first, and I would give kudos to him for that because it was probably the first place I heard it. But I got most of my revelation through the Father, and then Mike Parsons came out really heavy on uh, training and teaching. He's an incredible yeah. teacher on it. Right. But 
whatever looks like him, the father sits on, right? The Trinity comes down and rests on that. And so the idea was, Father, what does your body really look like? How does your church, how would we set up the church? If I didn't know how to do this, if I didn't think the pastors were the heads or apostles were the heads, what would it look like? And it came from a place of desire to know. And so a bench is basically that, is establishing that governmental figure in um, the heavens to govern over things and release them into the earth. So it's a, it's a in heaven as it is on earth. So um, that's a journey to get to that place. I did, I, you know, I heard the revelation of it and heard the Lord speak it, but it was probably three years before I was actually doing anything or trying to do anything with it. Um, it's been a, it's a very deep cleansing process <laughs> because when you, you know, the glory of God comes close to your heart or comes close to your life. And he says, I want you to take your role in heaven. I want you to take your seat and your position in me next to me, resting in me. We talked about the rest earlier, not toiling in these things, but coming above it and releasing it. You know, the battle's not yours. The battle's already won. So what are we doing? We're living in the revelation of the truth. We're living in his judgment or we're not. So how do I govern that? How do I release that in my life? And benching was part of that. And it's an it's an ever revealing revelation of benching, yeah. quite honest. But ultimately, it's it's three people that come together to govern over um, a particular area of influence, which I call mountains. And so he had revealed certain what I call areas of influence um, that he wanted us to be involved with. You know, simple things like your your own household or your family. You've got a family mountain. I had businesses, and so that was the first place I practiced it was to take and govern over my business from a place of industry. What industry was I in? How could I position myself in that industry and the father? What was his will for me in that industry? And so I started looking into and seeking him about what is my position in this city, in this territory, in this industry? What is my territory? What isn't my territory? And staying within the confines of that. And government came out of that place of really trying to figure out my own life and how to do it through my business. Well, you mentioned something, you know, with the, the benches. Wow. You're, um, you're muted, Gil. Am I? Well, oh, can you hear me at all? No, you're still muted. Well, there's a sound issue, and I'm trying to deal with it, and there's an echo. Uh, apparently, Jeff, when you're speaking, there's an echo, and I think it's apparently okay when it's just Berlin or I. <clears throat> And so anyway, I muted myself to see if that would help, but evidently it's not. So, and then you can't hear me anyway. Yeah. Well, we need a little tech favor here because my internet says it's unstable every once in a while. So I have to apologize if I have to turn my video off. So. Okay. Yeah. It, it, I've never had this problem because all the settings are the same. It's, I'm trying to figure out what it might be. Anyway, so okay, I wanted to say angels. real quick. <laughs> Go ahead. You gonna pray? Yeah. I was just we gonna say, it. angels, we need tech, baby. <clears throat> whatever needs to happen, we want to take the we want to take territory and the airways right now. Amen. So, um, yeah, we just ask that uh, tech angels would come and touch this stuff and cause it to work properly. Yes. So, Jeff, I had a question for you on the area of the benches because. Um, you know, there's not too many people that are attempting to go with the bench idea, partly because, you know, in that bench idea, like you were mentioning, it's about having, you know, starting with the three, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they operate as one. And so replacing a one person leader with a bench of three, 
that is able to work together without any one person kind of pulling rank on the other two. It's a very, very difficult thing to accomplish as humans. Um, and I know that there have been many that have been trying it. And, uh, and I won't mention names, but there, you know, there's a lot of people that are not, I shouldn't say a lot, but there are some people that, are, that have been trying to work this out. And it's challenging. So what has your experience been? <clears throat> well, the, my experience with the Lord is he's never put me in front of anything that was easy. <laughs> and I have asked him about that. And he said he's made my face, my face like flint. And I'm a strong man. And, you know, there's this capacity in me to do it. And so working with people is challenging. Our first two benches have dismantled. Uh one big reason was communication. So we implemented Arthur Burke's redemptive gifts test as a piece to address the communication before we ever benched on this last go around here. Um, we also had we had two benches that we have had three benches dismantled. The, the, the last two dismantled wasn't because of communication. It was soul issues and one of the other people on the bench. Two of the people on the bench saw it. The one person wasn't able to bridge that right away and we took probably six to eight weeks to go every week we were trying to seek the father and go okay how do we get past this how do we move forward and it was just it was just too difficult it boiled down to relationships and attraction and unhealthy stuff and so um it has been challenging this go around we have actually um we started out with 50 people that we invited you know we shared the blueprint it's in detail. These are the sections. These are the mountain. These are the responsibilities. This is what, you know, you're typically going to, we even put the different Arthur Burke breakdowns of the different qualities and attributes of a person that would fit in this area, so on and so forth. And we got about 50 people to respond on our page, Ecclesia Rising. Um, and then, that, and then 20, so 25 or so actually showed up to the first, what we would do is like benching 101. And we did that for like six weeks. And that kind of fiddled down to about 15 people. Then we did, we got into pre-benching. And the idea was that we started walking people through this, this process of, this is serious. Uh, these, you're going to have to understand how to be united. No one's better than anybody else. We're on the same journey. Some of us may, may be more mature in certain areas of, of life. And um, my thought, my, my thing is, look, I'm not going to teach anything I'm, I'm not operating in or practicing. So the idea is don't try to teach ahead of yourself or don't try to speak ahead of what you know. So it's it has been challenging. This has been the, the smoothest transition, but it's because of four failures. And uh, getting strategy from the Father and the Holy Spirit on things. We now have, I think, five or six, okay, out of, out of our people out of this start of 50. Wow. And I was, I was talking to someone this week and they said, well, gosh, you got four or five out of 50. That's actually pretty good. And I thought, you know, that is an, and my heart was, look, if I wouldn't care if it was three, as long as we can come to agreement, we have five people that right now, if I said there is an issue I see in you, they will say, talk to me more, show me more. I'm already, yield. you know, they're already dead in Christ. They're already yielded. So, we have yet to legislate on anything because the Father's just taken us all through this yielding process and filleting and the altar and, and cleansing of the water. But what we did this time is we mapped it. We had a scribe, scribe verbatim, everything that happened in all of our engagements that we kept going back. And so we had the scribe reread 
every week, what was the father doing? Okay, he said he wants us to go back here. Let's go back there. And, and we would start gazing back into it, gazing back into it, and seeing the continuity of what the father was doing. And then I got invited to another bench over a region. We did the same thing. So I go engage with them. And ironically, the similar stuff, imagery starts popping up with them. It's not, we weren't leading anyone to do anything. We were saying, what do you see? What's going on? Very neutral stuff. And they were seeing same images, an altar, water, fountains, uh, a courtroom, uh, being judged in their lives and, and feeling convicted. And it's, it's amazing to see what's happening. We still have yet to legislate. And just this weekend, we formed another bench. But again, this is something I'm mandated to. I'm not trying to go out and form benches. It's coming to me in the sense of we're operating. And I think the Father honors that, right? It's not about knowing how. It's about my desires to do his will. And so as I'm moving forward, even if I'm failing at it, there's such grace and mercy from him. He, Heaven is all celebrating us getting together and saying, yes, we agree with your government. We want to do it. Help us. You know, help my unbelief. So it's it's it is a journey. It's been exciting, and if I didn't have the mandate for it, there's no way I could do it. It's just impossible. I mean, it's not impossible. It is very difficult to get people to unite. But what they're uniting on, our focus is always Christ first, leading of the Holy Spirit, and to the Father. So we never take our eyes off of that. And that one thing, that one principle. And creating a culture of love and honor, no matter what. Yeah. Grace in and grace out of the bench is the other. I tell people, look, you can come in or you can go out. There's grace for it. The moment you think you're not supposed to sit here, all we ask is that you truly listen to the Father's. You know, what is he saying? Is he saying to leave, then leave? But if not, we're going to continue with you to say, don't leave, stay here. Stay in the, the glory or in the fire, you know, and let him pull us into what he's really, what he's calling us as a body to do. And it, it'll it'll get better. Somebody's got to be trying. Somebody's got to be swinging the axe and knocking down that. Right. I, I love your tenacity. And, and again, your tenacity comes from the fact that you know you have a calling from the Father and that you're not going to give up on it, which is good. We don't know it all. Very good. Yeah, we don't know it all. <clears throat> yeah. That's really good. Well, I, so, you know, you've got a lot going on, Jeff, uh, with um, the, uh, the ecclesias and the benches. Now, I might have missed it because I apologize because I've been messing with different settings trying to get things to stop that echo. So, But I might have missed if you said this already. But um, with these benches, uh, are you are the benches being created in order to form an ecclesia, in order to you know go to the heavens, see what the Father's doing, and bring it into the earth and declare it and decree it? Yes. So okay. the one directed from the father to me and this may not be true for everybody else was that i had to establish government first before we did anything yeah and which is a journey because you now got to get people to unite under that <laughs> that idea and have their own revelation about it and see into their position of authority and so on and so forth which is a journey a lot of people just aren't ready for that but yes the ecclesia is being established we established one in kansas that's uh then morphed into a small there were you know, a lot of people went into a church that was starting to function in the government when we came to Texas. We are about ready to launch another one um, here in Texas, but the, we tried the last two months and people's hearts just weren't ready. So next month, we really believe that, that, that those, there's a lot of the heart issues that have been addressed and dealt with. The next month we'll be able to launch. We've already got the dates, we've got the times and all that, but the bench had to form first. And we had to go through some stuff to get to a place of unity 
where people's wills were out of the way, people's ambitions were out of the way, especially the bench. The bench is the lead for that atmosphere of what God wants to do. So if they're not united, and I'm on that bench, I temporarily sit on every bench until we raise up someone. Oftentimes there's not three people. So me or my wife or both of us will sit on it until we get some people there. And we've got people we're training now that will eventually sit on other benches temporarily until other people raise up in those ecclesias just as a guidepost. And so we've mapped that <clears throat> journey time so that others can just glean from the information we have. It's by no means the only way to do it. But um, yes, we have to establish the government of God first, which is no easy thing without the Lord. It's, it's just not possible. And I've seen him move on people's hearts and change them overnight. I find this fascinating because, again, we've talked quite a bit, but I've not really caught what you're saying now. Um, because this is this is what I see going on. We have um, Nancy Cohen, who has got these ecclesias all around the world, and they're going to the heavens. They're you know um, they're they're getting everything written down and recorded, and and keeping track of the fulfillment of those declare, uh, decrees and declarations that they're making. And then you've got um, uh, yourself, which is, but but they don't have a bench. They're they're not using the bench. Um, they're I'm not sure how they're establishing leadership. Um, now now with ultimate impact, we're simply creating the group. And this and again, I'm just thinking out loud. Okay, so I'm not saying anything's one way or another. It's way sure. too early, as Chris Carter says. Way too early for us to start setting, you know, doctrine or, uh, you know, yeah. uh, what's the other word he uses? Um, uh, it's another word we don't necessarily like to hear, but um, protocol, religion. It's it, it is it is a religious system to to where, and it'll come to me in a little bit. But we it's too early to set all that up because we don't know what is the function and the format, nor do we even have the. The, the calling or the, um, the the mandate as a whole age to come. We don't have that yet. We don't know what it is. You know, for this age that we're coming out of, it was to go and, and, and share the gospel and, and baptize everyone in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, that was the mandate for that, that time. We don't know what the mandate's going to be as we move forward. So we're doing ecclesias, but we're doing it with just that the attempt is that there's a facilitator that simply facilitates and that there are no specific leaders but we're going up to see what the father's doing and he's the one that gives us the mandates and everything and so forth and, and again i'm not saying one way is right and one is wrong at all you know the 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 what i'm looking for are the testimonies of you know what's coming out of it and what are we what are we looking for i mean that needs to be our heart is you know, you're doing it one way, Nancy's doing it another way, we're doing it a different way. Um, so this is fascinating to me. It's like, awesome. And, and I bet somebody else is doing it differently. Yeah, yeah I so, really love the fact that you you test things and you um, experiment. And you also mentioned earlier that you, you wait for the fruit. Like, that is so hard for me. So what does that look like when you've got these three people and you're you're like, okay, we, we saw this. So how long do you wait before you, you know, tell us about that? <laughs> so, so as an example, we engaged uh, at the, again, I've trusted my hearing. I've tested it tens of thousands of times. And I test it every time I hear the voice of the Father or the Holy Spirit or the voice of Christ, right? So I trust myself 
more than I trust anybody in the group, only because I know myself and I know the voice of the Father, right? So, but we'll bring in some seasoned people to add to that. You know, people like to use Sears and things. We, I have one gal, I've tested her over the last four years. She knew that my wife would get pregnant. My wife is in her 40s, okay? Wow. Surprise baby. Um, she knew her sex. She knew a lot of things about my career, things that happened, major transitions in our life. So you're going, okay, this is a person I could probably trust in this arena to bring in from time to time to help me. So we keep in relationship with her. Uh, but for the most part, it is heavy discernment. Heavy discernment. We engaged, the Lord showed us to engage all the mountains that were there. Those that decided they wanted to bench over something, we're going to go to that mountain and visit it and see what the Father has to reveal to us. And what happened was people started seeing the same stuff. And that's how we start, we move forward. We don't move forward without agreement. Right. So if we're not in agreement on the imagery even, then we don't move forward. And the imagery can be this, I see a light. Another person says, I see a chandelier and it's glistening. Another person says, I see rainbow. That is all the same vision. Here's what. Here's why. Because the light shining through the uh, the little glass that's on the chandelier is the rainbow effect, which is the seven spirits of God. And then, we're, and then someone else is coming in saying, I see the interpretation of that. But when we engage with multiple different groups or multiple different benches and you start seeing the same things over and over again, and you're not guiding, you're not saying, look at this or look at that, or I want you to gaze into this room and see a light. We always came from a very virgin place with everything. We do not expect to see anything. We we, yeah. we, we are going saying, show us, lead us. And um, I always enter with Christ, and we will always do that for the rest of eternity because he is the gateway, he's the access point. And as long as we keep him at the front of our engagements, do okay. But when people, and I've had my bench, my folks that aren't, and I'm not sitting there, says, I want you to sit out this one. And they got off in Candyland. I call it Candyland. And God bless everybody. We, they, they have the tendency to really want to see something. <laughs> and so they're all seeing different things, but they're not staying focused. And that's my lot in all this is to keep the focus true. The, the, where are we going? Okay, why are we seeing a light over this mountain? What is the Father saying? Why is it, why is it? And what we came out with is that he wanted us to engage all the seven spirits of God in uh, this mountain area. There was a chamber council, and there was a table, and people were seeing this. They were seeing their chairs, they were seeing tables, they were taking their seat. They were taking, All this is resonating over the last four years of failure that I did with other benches. I was not leading saying, look into this room or look into that room. Yeah, yeah. They were seeing it. So there's the fruit, right? But then when you come out and you've and you've you've engaged a spirit of God and then people come back the next week and they have revelations and dreams and encounters the next night and everybody's having the same visions or the same dreams. You almost can't deny that as God. There is fruit from that. And the continuity of people yielding because the drawbridge that gave access to the, the chamber court where the, the council chamber of the ecclesia on, on the mountain that they had authority over, what was written on the top of it, this did not come out of my mouth. It was these were new people was yielding. Yeah. So in order to go in, they had to yield. So that sounds like scripture. Humble thyself, right? Those that humble themselves shall be exalted. This is the top of the mountain. What's the cross bridge? What's the drawbridge? How do I get there? Yielding. What am I yielding? I'm yielding my mind, my will, my emotions. 
and I want to seek his will and his his desires for this area of influence. So we're we're focused on the vision that's been released. People have already agreed to the vision. They've already agreed to the blueprint. They're degree they have a mandate to engage over it. So now we still we have unity, which we touch and agree on anything, right? The old charismatic faith stuff, but it's true. Right? Who are we focused on? We're focused on the Father. Who's leading us? Christ and the seven spirits. What are the seven spirits saying? We listen and we we oftentimes as the scribe goes back, she gets scriptural references to the, the very things that we're doing. So it's, it's been phenomenal to see the consistency of what's coming out. And I am the first one to check people. And I even tell my seers when they come in, I said, don't just blab on everybody or your prophet people. Don't blab on everybody. Use discernment as to when you release them because they are actively seeing, right? Everybody else is is functioning in learning what they're doing and understanding it, but they actively see, right? It's easy for them. So what we'll do with them is we'll say, all right, confirm this. Is this what you're seeing? And they'll say, well, yeah, I saw the horses 10 minutes ago. You guys are talking about the horses, but I seen them 10 minutes ago. And they will bring definition to what's going on. So we yeah. try to keep some form of balance and it's a discovery. It is a journey, but our hearts have to stay right. And when hearts aren't right, yeah. stop and deal with it. that's a you know that's a good point because uh, you know when we are um when we're going into the heavens it's it is incredible how it becomes very pretty easy anyway to tell when someone is just giving their own ideas of things and not really engaged with the father or what's going on in heaven and it, you know, and it's not you know, it's not anything I can put my finger on. It's discernment is all it is because uh, I've been in groups where you know we go we we go in to engage with the Father, and everyone's doing well, and then someone has something that's just out of the blue, and it's like it's almost instantly you can tell this person's not with us. <laughs> One way or another, they're no. not with us. Well, Another. yeah, and and that's true. And then when we were just learning, you know, and Gil, you and I have been in groups, like everyone kind of, you, you start in the garden and you, you just say, let's just get to know Jesus. So everyone does have kind of different experiences, yeah, right? Yeah. But now, but now that we're trying to do Ecclesia and actually bring the government, it's so much for me, it's so much richer, and maybe Jeff, it's because of the fruit. Yeah. When yeah. we all do stick together, and we can layer on details of what's going, and mm -hmm. then someone says, "Oh, that's why." Oh, wow. Okay, that totally makes sense now. You know, it's so incredible. I love that. It's yeah. It's incredible, and and like you were saying earlier, Jeff. Uh, well, I'm, the thought came to my mind is just how many times have we been into groups? where somebody does say something and it seems like it's coming from left field but it's not one of those things where we say well that person's not with us it's like no right. they're with us don't quite understand what they're seeing or what they're getting but we're just going to wait on that and just let it let it settle because i have never been in a group that somebody comes up with something and you know shares what they're getting and then later on the father brings it and he sets it right into place so that you have that perfect puzzle you know that that comes together so that we see the clear picture of what he's wanting us to bring into the earth and to declare and decree which yeah. brings me bring, bring to a couple things one thing was the arthur burke deal people's communication and how they communicate how they see how they understand yeah. we really 
stress that when it comes into areas where people aren't understanding. And for whatever reason, I have a tremendous gift in discernment to really understand what people are saying. Total disconnect. Reconnections, okay, it's doing its own thing. It disconnected and it says it's reconnected, but I don't see us back online yet. Have you got any way to but check? you're recording. You're recording though, well, right? It's it's recording in OBS, yes, but um, okay. give it just a second. I think it's trying to come back online here. This is strange. I've not had this happen before. I have 100% bars. <laughs> what he is saying is so important. It is. Okay, I think we're back because on. This is, I hope this, this is, doesn't do a totally different yeah. section, but um, I think Braylon, we're back what on. are you saying? All right, Berlin, go ahead with your question. I, and Well, I was just saying what you were saying is so important because understanding this protocol and having a, like a mission-mindedness when we go is exactly how we have to walk that out. You know, how, how are we going to bring the heaven to earth? How are we going to establish a government if that doesn't happen, right? So I love that. One of the things I do with people when we're engaging, and I, I am an advocate for not ascending initially with people, only because I don't want them to just go anywhere. I want them to go someplace specific, someplace that I know is safe for them and for us. So we, we can guard away from false imagery and go someplace safe. And that's where the, you know, the benching 101 starts and the pre-benching. We actually engage in things that are, that are familiar to me that I know that are there that I'm, it's safe for someone who hasn't engaged yet in that way so um, not that i expect something again i'm going with an open heart and open mind but i, I kind of have a pathway already written there you know mm -hmm. the the other thing that i do with people is when they say oh i see a light and i go well why do you see why do you think you see a light okay well i think god is trying to show us that he's trying to open our eyes okay what about our eyes needs to be open specifically what is father saying to you about our eyes and then someone else will say our eyes are have darkness in, you know, and I'm not saying this is an example, but as a, as a, as a real life example, but that's what I do is I try to drill down with a, two or three questions. And again, yeah. this is by discernment, not because I'm trying to pick on someone. It's a discerning yeah. thing, helping them to strengthen their ability to see and hear and understand. And so a lot of times I'll already kind of know where it's going. And that comes from my, you know, if you've got a strong seer and you've got a strong ruler type, which I'm a ruler type, we see plans from the father, right? Yeah. The seer is going to see clarity in vivid color. And so when we need that, we tap into that. But ultimately, I'm asking the people because it's their heart that matters. It's, I'm not the leader in the sense of I'm telling you what to see. What I want you to see is on your own. I want you to see what the father's trying to say to all of us. And we have to be in unity in what you're seeing. So if we're not in unity, we may say, well, why do you think you're seeing that? Okay. I've had, I had people see, you know certain things that nobody else was seeing and later we have a post meeting and we go well what was that and so then we'll revisit it and we'll and again it'll go into the notes and then the next week we'll come up and say hey this was all great but here's this one area we were thinking what do you think and we'll ask the person what was it that you're thinking and then we'll find out maybe their vision is cloudy they had an experience that was bad and then we'll go through some cleansing well the courts listen the biggest thing for yep. all this has been me and a few other people governing in the courts prior to these events, these engagements. We're, we're seeking the Father, saying, Father, we ask you to judge these things to life. Bring your life, bring your righteousness into their life, their destiny, 
unfolding. We we have people seek their destiny uh, scrolls before they do it. We make sure they have a mandate to do it. We make sure they see a blueprint. And there's people, I'm telling you, total greenhorns that get blueprints and you're going this and they're, they have a whole dissertation on what God showed them and they're, they're just blown away. They're excited. And so they come in with that zeal. They come in with that energy and the father didn't lays it again on them. It's about the heart. The heart being right is the key to our engagements being pure and real. Wow. And And when people aren't building a mountain, when they're building kingdom and they're building community through love and, and honor, that does not get messed up. Yeah. It, he mm-hmm. honors that. That's good. So were, were those ideas that you were just sharing part of the um, Benching 101? Yes. we went. I okay. went through all those concepts, and they were yeah. failures. <laughs> <laughs> they were failures, and there were successes, you know, that kind of got mashed into – this idea of, of doing six weeks of the 101 and six weeks of the pre-benching. I can tell you at the end of about three months of me doing all this with these folks, they were so like, we just want to bench. And I'm saying, when you yield, the father will release us to do that. But right now you've got to get that part. So don't get your heart ahead. What he does, and this is consistent with the father, he creates desire through an encounter, a vision, experience, a revelation, and we see this aha moment, it's it's transformative, and we want more of that. But all of a sudden, it's like the window gets shut, and we can't see that dramatic thing anymore. What he does is he creates desire. He shows us the full ramifications of that image of functioning in us, right? And then through that desire, it requires us to have faith, which is relationship, knowing him, to walk it out. So it's, again, intimacy back to that place. So that, that's a lot of times what I see God do in people, like these blueprints, when they get them, they're just so excited, like, oh, I want to go back in. Or like, oh, now we can walk on that energy. We can walk in that because guess what are they doing? They're seeking the Father. They didn't get that from me. They got that from him. Yeah. <clears throat> and so now we're engaging because of him. It's not about building a mountain. It's not about building an ecclesia. It's not about building a bench. It's about trying to discover my destiny in him, which means before we even got to this point, we agreed. You really honestly believe you're supposed to bench or to govern over this area, correct? All right, let's look into the heavens and I now all agree that that's what we see for you or with you. And then we move on. So there's always agreement. We've got a situation right now we don't have agreement on. And it's one particular bench, and I said, we can't move forward until we do. And so we're, we're traversing it right now. And I told people, I said, we're doing this all in love, but I said, I'm telling you, I hope and pray that God shows me a different strategy with this one. But I said, it's all about people's free will we cannot force anything if they choose not to move forward in something and they choose to be obstinate and disobedient to the father even in the simplest thing how can we dare judge anything if we can't be yielded ourselves yeah you know i i almost want to there, there's no way i don't want to i don't really want to know this but in some ways i do want to know you know, is the person you're dealing with someone who's just kind of an obstinate person anyway? And then the reason I ask that question is because that has come up in, you know, some other groups. And it's like when you have somebody like that, it's they're, they're, they tend to be operating out of their own knowledge, their own understanding, their own reason, their own logic. And they really have a hard time engaging freely. 
they can engage, but they have a hard time engaging freely in order to allow the father to actually take them on, whether it's excursions or showing them things that they don't understand. It's like they have to understand everything. And like, if you're in the heavens, you're not going to understand everything. That's all there is to it. All you can do is do the best you can to describe it. That's why, you know, the late great planet Earth took what, uh, you know, John the Revelator wrote. And he's like, he must have been seeing this, but he didn't have language for it. He's like, I don't think that's the way it really came out. But we really don't know either. So, you know, we're, we're just explaining things the best that we can in a lot of cases. And yeah. just to, to also realize that. You know, we're talking about the creator of the universe who operates at quantum levels that are probably beyond quantum. I don't know what eight is or 16 is, but, you know, he's beyond anything that we could ever even understand. And so he's yeah. simply giving us images and things we can see in order to communicate with us. So, yes. you know, when we finally get all that down, then we can just come back to the, the, the idea that he is showing you something that is going to resonate with you so that you can understand it and begin to share it with your group and, and whatever else needs to happen there. But but it's just, um, you know, again, if you come to it expecting to understand everything with your own logic and your own reason, you're going to be sitting on the bench probably because that's yeah. not the way it works. <laughs> it can work, of course. So, so what is the, the pre-benching then? If, if what you were just describing was the 101, like how to get, you know, used to doing it, what is the pre-benching? So 101 actually is the Arthur Burke uh, uh, study, or it's a, it's actually like 90 some odd pages of a questionnaire um, and examples of people who lived a particular um, redemptive gift. So okay. Jeff, can I can I pause you right there because uh, I just want to say to Berlin, Berlin, when he's done. I want to make sure that you share uh, about the Docomos project because I'm curious if he might be able to use that yeah. or, you know, because I don't know what Arthur Burt's material looks like, but I know the Docomos project and it's got some very good yeah. material. So, Jeff, go ahead. I know there's more for us to connect with Berlin. Um, and I know there's structure there. I see the structure of what the father wants to release to both of you. And so I'm, I'm, that's where I'm pursuing this relationship. I know he has something he's released to you that needs to be released to me, which is these uh, alliances that the father showed me. But anyway, the, the, the 101 is really that Arthur Burke, Arthur Burke test. And then it's going through, everybody gets an opportunity to share, this is me, this is who I am, and this, you know, it's a discovery process, and they're excited, because we're talking about them. And then we start talking about, hey, as a group, here's the one, number one thing that we're going to break down on. And I said, it's happened consistently, is communication. In life, in the benches, in the spirit, in everything, it's understanding or misunderstanding or over communicating or under communicating or not communicating i said it's communication i said what you need to focus on in this arthur burke study is how each person is going to communicate and what builds value in them right because we want to love them so how do we first understand how to love them love languages right what is your love language how do you communicate love how do you understand love this is where we build our foundation the benching 101 is the function. How do you function? What does that look like? What to expect? What are the things that you're going to come across? Where are we going? We have a blueprint that we're going to bench over. What is the blueprint? What area are you supposed to be on the blueprint? There's mountains. These are areas of influence. Like we have a medium out. We have two people that sit on it, but nobody's doing anything with it yet because we haven't put any attention on it. We're still building community mountain right now. 
which involves the ecclesias and the local benches over people's areas in their lives and the things that God has for them to do. So communities first. Relationship is another thing we teach. You have to have a relationship with people and you have to have relationship with the Trinity. And so if the subject comes up, we could go eight weeks because someone doesn't understand it. So we start teaching on relationship. But the benching 101 really is that form and function of how do we bench? What does that look like? What to expect? And then we will go, we're always engaging, right? So every time we get together, we engage. Okay, good. And so a lot of times we'll go to, oftentimes I'm drawn, I'm, we, this last go round, we went into the father's court so many times. It was, it was unprecedented for me and for the bench because it was the father's heart being revealed to people and revealed to us. They were receiving positions of honor. They were receiving crowns they were receiving robes they were receiving uh, authority and mantles and what it did is it built people's identity that they can govern and it got it gave me chills we were many times we were, we were in tears the next night the next day we got together they were we did them in courses too where we would do three at a time so it'd be wednesday thursday friday so we would bing bang boom and i found that keeping those real tight together really produced heavy fruit very quick it's like heavy pruning on a on a on a tree it produces a lot of fruit after you prune it that heavy and that quick and so they were able to build upon one experience and then we would go back in and build upon another and build upon another and then break for a week and come back for another three days and boom 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 and that that process worked really really well we did three different time zones because we had different people and different you know whatever so um it it was a matter of getting people through some of their own stuff, dealing with their personal identities. And the Arthur Burke or any kind of test like that would, would bring the identity piece, which is what they need in order to exercise their, their government, you know, over what, what they have, which is what we're trying to do is establish ecclesias through, through this model as well. So, so Jeff, um, there's a couple of questions that are, that are, that have come up and um, here's, here's one of them. I'm trying to find the other one. The, this has been a fun night for technical things. But anyway, here's one of them. Um, this is from Adam. He says, um, how are the people reacting in your town or city when you are working or making new government rules and laws? And, and you know, so obviously, are you getting a chance to see the fruit of some of the, the things that you're yeah. bringing from heaven to earth? So we do have a one court case that we were able to do over one particular area. It was the, it was the border between Louisiana and Texas, one of the people was, is called to that benching over that. And we did a court case over some very basic stuff. Within a week and a half when we got back, we have one week of teaching and then one week of benching. One week of teaching, one week of benching is the model we're doing right now. And so that week and a half went past and we got out the transcript from the actual court case that I had done with these two individuals. And they were telling us all the new things that happened. There was uh, a worship team and a land assignment group that the next week said they instantly knew they had to come to this area without any information from us. They contacted our, our person that was on the bench and said, hey, we're coming to your area. Can you host us? We feel like we're supposed to do a land assignment in this particular area. There was also a geographical location we saw in the spirit. We saw a person over it. We made contact with that person. They've made an invite for us to come out and do some other things. But this land assignment, those people went there and worshiped. And then there was a, a, a governmental issue inside of a church that happened. And we simply asked for the will of the Father. We're not trying to dominate something. 
or tell it what we want. We're not dictating. Please, yes. We're yes. the Father's will, which means we're dead men walking, right? We're right. yielded. And so in that yielding process, he reveals things to us. Yeah. So this church had a leadership issue, and we took it into court. So, Father, we ask you to judge us to life, not to death. Exactly. We don't want our will. We, we want your destiny for this leadership. We, you know, there was sin in the camp, okay? That next week, the pastor resigned, walked away, and another pastor came in, and all this stuff happened within a week and a half. And we had the scribe read verbatim. We had this happen. The gal that was there, because I wasn't physically there. I was benching with her, but I'm not physically there. I had them read the first line of our court case, and I said, what happened? And she gave a testimony of what actually happened. I said, okay, go. We did the other line of it, and I said, okay, what happened? And so now we've got a bench that actually saw the fruit of what they were, what we were court casing over. And it was just a simple little thing, not not a so much a governmental or legislative, what I call legislative, but just a simple court case over, over basic issues mm -hmm. of disorder that was happening there. And order came within a week and a half. And so there's, there's just a lot uh, that could develop from that. Right now, we haven't legislated. The legislation, I would, I would, there's higher courts that, and I say higher because really it's a, it's a matter of functioning in multiple courts to get different things about the Father's heart and the release of the timing on yeah. things, what is over a particular area or region or territory. We haven't dealt with any territorial spirits yet. We haven't done any of that because we're not mandated yet. I am huge on don't go where you're not supposed to go. Don't meddle where you're not supposed to meddle. We aren't just willy-nilly setting up a bench, yeah. right? And right. that is something yeah, I don't call to it. Don't, don't just go do it. Don't just do a court case over stuff. There was one time I saw in the spirit uh, a church was interceding for a particular issue. I looked into it, and I saw this demonic structure, and these, you know, I was dragging or whatever, and he's laughing at me, right? And I said, well, Father, can I, can I, you know, legislate over this? Father says, no, no, you can't. And so, you know, the dragon's whatever, he's laughing at me. But the idea is this, that he knows I can't do anything because I'm not, I'm not mandated to do it. And he knows I will honor that. I'm a man of honor. I'm a man of righteousness. So I'm not going to step over something that's not mine to legislate or govern over. And that's really important. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people get off. Because they try to roll out something that really isn't theirs to roll out. Or again, we we tend to go in if we're not if we're not used to it or if we're not careful. If we go in with our own agenda, uh, it can come out very badly. You know, when the fires were going on in here, going on here in California, uh, I, Berlin. I don't remember if you were in some of those groups, but uh, there were at least yeah. two groups that we were in, totally separate from one another. Each of the groups, you know, went into the heavens to ask the Father what can we do about the fires and both of those groups were simply told hands off yeah don't touch them you can pray for the people but don't no legislation or anything like that for the fire and then we get to the uk and we're talking with ian and there was at least one if not two groups in one in new zealand and i can't remember if there was another one in the uk they had all had the same results how do we legislate against these fires and all of them told hands off because the father yep. was doing something different. And yep. anyway, we, we did get into some very good classes in heaven in understanding what fire is, what different types of fire there is and what the fires are doing. <laughs> it was pretty. So one, in one of the, one of the classes I talk a lot about this, I say, 
because a lot of them are charismatic faith people, you know, that really kind of are drawn to this, um, this awakening. And I say, well, are you believe that you're called to be poor? And they're like, well, no, that's not God. And I said, well, is it? What about Paul? He was called to be in prison so he could preach the gospel to a whole region, to all the governors and the seated uh, courts. And the, 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 you know, the, 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 the earthquakes happens and the door busts open and the, the guy, the jailer, he's scared that he's going to lose Paul because Paul's going to run off. And Paul's like, no, don't worry about it. I'm yeah. right here, brother. I, I got this. He knew he was supposed to be where he's at. You know, Christ paid a price that he did not owe. So justice to us is not always God or the kingdom of heaven's justice, right. right? It's not always what we interpret it to be. So we always, always come with an open heart. Yeah. Father, what is your will for this area? Show us what that is and show us if, if it is something we're to deal with, we have a mandate to, what are the blockages? And then how do we, what is the strategy? Yeah. Right? What is the method that yeah. you want us to do? I mean, the father's always, I, I mean, I can't help but say always. There might be some times where we get it right, but you know, the Father is almost always going to have a better plan than we have. And so that's why it's always important for us to go and ask the Father before we just go start declaring and decreeing something uh, in the natural because we need to make sure that we're doing His will and not our will, not what we think is right. Although, you know, it may be right, but it probably isn't the best or the exact will of the Father. So it's better to go ask. So so we're about to run out of time, and I've got one more question here. Um, that question is from a Joe, and I don't know if that's male or female, but it says, Any advice on how Jeff got to the place where he tested hearing the voice of the Father, practical yeah. and otherwise, fine-tuning the hearing process? Yeah, absolutely. I need to write a small, short book like Kenneth Hagin did it on white tongues. I need to do one on this hearing thing because it comes up a lot. Uh, yeah. So, so there was three voices I was hearing. I was hearing Satan. I was hearing mine. I was hearing the Lord's voice at one time in my life. And so what I often did was I'd pray in tongues. And if you don't have that, uh, that's available to you guys. And I encourage you to get it before you start doing all this stuff. You really need it. Um, if you don't have that, getting for the Lord and listening. If you hear a voice say, I want you to go give $100 to this stranger on the corner and you only have $100, you might want to test that, right? Like, I'm not going to do that, and I wouldn't think that God's going to call me to do that because that's all I've got, right? But he could. Yeah. But I would listen yeah. for things that he would ask me to do. So I'd simply just go, okay, Father, I want to know you. It comes from a place of knowing him. I want to know him. I don't want to just be able to hear. I did this with seeing. I wanted to just be able to see. And after about nine months of not amplifying my seeing, I was frustrated with the Lord. I said, Lord, why won't you give me this seeing? And every day I'm laying down trying to see, right? And he says, because you want the seeing more than you want me. That's good. Yeah. So again, it's a heart issue. Yep. What is my heart? <clears throat> is my heart to understand the Father so I can hear him and speak what he says to speak? Because that was the passage, you know, Jesus only spoke what he heard the Father speak. That's what I was living off of. Yeah. I want to be that close to you that I hear your voice. So first, my heart was placed in the correct place. So simple things you may say, hey, I want you to go in and tell your wife you love her right now. And it was a simple thing, right? So I'd go in and say, I'd go and say, I love you. And, and, and all of a sudden, she breaks into tears and she's crying and 10 minutes later, I'm like, what happened? She goes, you don't understand. I was just asking the Lord that I really just didn't feel loved or whatever, and I needed you to reaffirm that, and I didn't know, right? But 
now the Lord's given me fruit, and he'll do that. That's the beauty of the Father. He doesn't want to hide anything from us. What he wants us to do is discover him, and he will honor your heart's desire because he made you and fashioned you. This is the 101. He fashioned you, right? He knows the desires of your heart. It says in Scripture it is his pleasure to, to fulfill that. So it's not for him to hide. He doesn't want to hide it. He wants you to seek it out. It says that we will seek him, right, if we seek him. Those that have a pure heart, right, will see the Lord. So our heart has to be right first. And secondly, constantly testing the voices. So if I got an affirmation to do something and it didn't pan out, then I would say, okay, I'm going to make a mental note of what that voice sounded like. And through the process of several months of doing that, and there were simple things. They weren't always stuff that, you know, give all your money out of your checking account. If, that's, if that first comes to you, I'd just say, squash that. God's probably not going to test you that way on the first go around. He's just, he's gracious and he's loving and he's considerate. He knows where you're at. He's not going to have you do something crazy like that. Yeah. But I... Well, um, Jeff, you froze there, but we're basically out of time hopefully by the time we get done with our little spiel jeff will be back and he will be unfrozen so that he can speak That's to right. us a little bit more berlin you want to close us out while i get ready to um make some switches sure. here oh by sure. the way real quick um chris carter currently i will just say that we are we are putting a hold on any more retreat um uh tickets because uh we're we're pretty much full we got a do some shuffling see if we can maybe free up another room so we can get a couple more people in but currently that is closed uh we do still have time and room for the um wow it's like there we go okay everyone's coming back on we do have room for um uh, more people that want to come to the conference we do have people flying in from around the country just to you know they're going to get a hotel in colfax or close to it and actually come up to the conference during the day part so that is still an option as well and so is the uh, vip the going to the stars under the dome the planetarium uh, but anyway i'm gonna go ahead and get ready to make my switches berlin go ahead with uh closing okay. this out here please well hopefully my internet will hold for this just yes. this thank you so much well thank you jeff for for being with us and thank you to our audience we so appreciate you listening to kingdom talks you can find out more information on kingdomtalksmedia.com go ahead and take our three plumb lines pledge over there that is gill's favorite way to um express the unity that we are called to and as we transition into the next stage and also if you would like to be a member we would love to have you go to kingdomtalksmedia.com and push the member button or we're it's also on patreon and of course live shows are monday and friday at 4 p.m pacific and wednesday at 1 Excuse me, 5 p.m. Pacific. We never change the time. 1 p.m. I know, right? We're, we're adding shows. We right? are adding so, shows, so it is going to Yeah. So currently, right, 1 p.m. Pacific on Wednesdays. And then you can hear the um, recordings on, let's see, iTunes and Spotify. And 
Spotify and Spreaker. Oh my goodness, Castbox and Spreaker, and we're on the Fringe Radio Network. So there's lots of different places to go ahead and get the recording. But if you want to see us live, make sure that you do that. And also to get behind the scenes kind of stuff that we're going to go right now after we end the live show, and we're going to talk to Jeff behind the scenes that's for the members only so go ahead and do that we so appreciate you we cannot do it without your support we appreciate you being a patron all right okay thank you all so so very much jeff so appreciate you you got a few more minutes yes i do awesome berlin <laughs> thank, thank you. you for being on here my beautiful wife will be back uh, Wednesday, so uh, Friday night we will be doing the show, but Friday, or Wednesday, excuse me, we have John Carter. So uh, if you don't know him, look him up, and uh, we're going to have him as guest on Wednesday with Heather Rayner as host. With Heather, Yeah, yes. Heather's back for a while, so that's, that's awesome. All right, well, bless you all. Love you all. We're just praying love, love and blessings over each and every one of you that we'd have a heart of unity and can move this yep. thing together, move it forward together. All right. Same. Love you all. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. See ya. Okay, so we are now just on the uh, members only section. And uh, yeah, got, it's been an interesting night with some technical challenges uh, on this end and on your guys' end. And, um, yeah. But we just keep moving forward. I'm, exactly. We have a great message. Yeah, it's been really good, right. Jeff. Really, really appreciate yeah. this. And Jeff, I so, you know, this is really the first time we've had a lot more interaction and I can so feel your, um, your, your, the way that you look at things and the way your brain works is very similar to mine. So I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, I picked up on you right away. So I, I'm hoping time presents itself soon. Yes, exactly. Very good. So, um, Let's see. We were talking about, we talked a lot about purification and yielding. Is that all part of the 101 as well? Or is that something? It, it, it's it's not intended to be, but oftentimes becomes part of it. Um, the, the, two, the benching 101 is really where a lot of that starts to come out because everybody's so excited to first start getting to meet each other. And I was going to speak to um, Gil's question earlier, how do you deal with certain things? What we found is we draw people that sometimes just want to be connected to a bigger thing. We draw people that have no fellowship because of, of what we're engaging in. They don't have anybody. So they're, they're really hungry to be connected to what God is doing. And then we people that are uh, drawn to a particular person. It's the old paradigm, the Moses generation, as Mike calls it. Um, where they, they, they idolize someone. And so they're drawn to the person and th that's establishing it, you know, myself or whoever else is. So you've got three different types of people that aren't always where they need to be. And so you've got to adjust those perspectives through those classes. And it's not always easy, but ultimately with the Father, because our hearts are right, and we keep getting to go back to the place of yielding. Going back to laying on the altar. Every time we engage, we go lay ourselves on the altar before we go anywhere and lay it all out. And the amazing thing is God does the work. We're not trying to figure it out. I don't try to fix anything. I just simply engage with what the Father showed me that works and let him handle it. He's assured me so many times. He says, he says son, don't worry about people on you or attaching to you or attaching to the ministry to glean from it or take from it or whatever. He says, 
I'll deal with their hearts. You just keep marching ahead yeah. and doing what yeah. I've told you to do, and I'll 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 govern that so their heart. So don't worry. But if they want something from you, give it. He's like, just pour out what's what I've placed in you to them at that moment, and don't worry about. And that for me, that first few times, that's what it was. I don't want you to be idolatrous towards me. You only need Jesus. And about six weeks later, I'm shutting down all my my kingdom talks, if you will. And I'm I'm going like a ghost for two months, and then I'll pop back in and do another seven weeks. And that's what I did for the first year and a half, because people would start latching on to me, and I'd like, no, this isn't healthy. You're 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 not getting it. This is about you and him, not about you and me and him. Wow, interesting. I just wanted to to finish up our, you know, at least give us a great foundation for the 101. Now, because we're on with members, what is a more advanced strategy or a more advanced legislation or benching that you do or teach or want to explore? So there's, I think that once a person or persons, you know, bench or a person that believes they should bench identifies their particular area that they're supposed to govern over then and their hearts are right and prepared then you can move into a place of legislation which really the first phase of that is discovery what is the father's heart for a particular area of influence or a particular region if that's what you're called to and once you're called to that it's very easy to get the release on the mandate to direct the second piece would be what is the hindrances uh, to the will of the Father for that particular area or that or that uh, region, right? I mean, it could be a church, it could be a ministry, it could be your family, it could be a lot of things, right? Um, in those areas that you're 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 drawn to, but most generally it's a region or a uh, a ministry entity of some sort, you know. So, okay. legislating in the higher courts, which is a complete journey. I don't have a map for that. And anybody that says they do, they must know way more than I do. And uh, I would sit at their feet and learn if I could as to exactly how to traverse the, the higher courts because everything we've ever done that's legislative has not been the same. Yes, I've it's noticed It's never that. been the same, but we do get certain things from certain courts. And so I've seen a consistency in that, but not always. Sometimes there's a little variation on it, and, and you go with it and go, okay, Father, I'm going to test this. I'm going to wait to see the manifestation of that. And so, again, I'm approaching it the same way I would my own individual relationship. The Father told me this. He said the upper courts, the higher courts are the same process as your, your mobile court. The, the heart has to be right first, your heart. The situation has to be judged to life. The area, the territory has to be judged to life. You need to understand the strategies of the enemies. What is he doing? How is he functioning? How do we bring government over that? How do we remove that? What's the strategy for it? So discovery can take a while. I mean, if you have eight hours in a day, maybe you get it all. But oftentimes I have an hour or two with people, and he'll give me revelation through the night, or he'll give other people bits and pieces, and and we come together and we discover what is that. We've had one gal, she thought we were supposed to legislate over a certain thing. And I said, it was the first time I resisted her. And I said, no, we're not ready for that. And lo and behold, it was over a particular person that's in the court systems right now in, in America. And there was two people on there didn't believe that they could pray for a person like that because they thought they were reprobate or whatever. And so you're going, well, that's why. There's no unity. So 
yeah. now we got to deal with that you know but honestly the the upper courts is a journey it is such a journey um there is a place that i've been that not many many people i don't think have gone is the the council of 70 and um in there that's been a really fascinating experience i've only been a handful of times and i've only gone when i'm directly called i've went three times by myself and twice with my wife and in there we got we really felt like we got a true fulfillment and an understanding of how our lives connect with all eternity in the kingdom yeah there was there was a connectivity to the ancient what you know joshua's life was connected to our mandate and our destiny his destiny and our destiny paralleled each other um coming into the promised land right taking on the giants of an area which is what the benches and the legislation will ultimately do is it brings his government over things that giants or principalities have charge over so our lives paralleled his and he spoke to us we we never sought counsel from anybody you know i don't go look for moses i don't go look for enoch i don't go look for joshua but but he engaged us and spoke to us about particular things wow um, yeah we and, and had something similar to that too um wow okay cool okay continue sorry no it's fine let me I'm, unfortunately, hey, I, I'm I just want to let you guys know that we're actually still live on uh, the main places, and uh, it's it, you talk about interesting. I've I've looked and I've looked, and I have all the switches off, all the settings are the way they're supposed to be, and it's still broadcasting. Well, and I think it's because I, I got, right, it's because one person. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's because of at least one person. This Ellen says thanks. I had to hear this, Jeff. So the father has made go. certain that it would be broadcast to everybody. So, <laughs> but this is good. I mean, it really is good. And I have no qualms with everybody hearing anything we we say anyway. We're never, uh, sure. uh, you know, saying anything that uh, we don't want anybody to hear. But um, anyway, everybody's getting blessed by all of it tonight. So blessings to everybody. I'm glad you're getting to hear this. So Jeff, keep going. I probably got about another ten minutes before I got to okay. get going. But this is yeah. good. We'll have to have you on again because this has been really rich. It's got a lot of, a lot of depth, a lot of, yeah. uh, and it, a little bit different flavor, which I always love having a little bit different flavor of some of the same right. stuff we're looking at. Really powerful. I, I will say this too. I feel really led of the Lord to to share this. The one thing I think is the the best practice that anybody can do at any level is to be consistent with what they're doing. So if you are able to hear and you engage and you see something, the Lord says to go do something, or he gives you a judgment on something, resting in that judgment. Don't touch it and wait for the fruit to show up. I've just done that more times than most people that I know. Mm -hmm. I don't meddle with it after I've done a court case. I don't care if yeah. it's legislative or a court case over my life or with somebody else. That, they don't do a lot of either. That is so good because Jeff, to me, what you know, when I look at that, when we do a court case, you know, by faith, I have to believe it is done. It's done. And I'm not gonna go meddling with it again. Um, it's it's a it, one of the biggest things that we have to 
step into at a greater level is our level of faith to believe that things are happening in the heavens, that that is more real than what's happening here. And, you know, when people ask me, what's the difference between just praying and what we're doing? And it's like, we're dealing with a whole other world and we know it exists. We're not pretending. We know it exists and we're engaging with it. Prayer is going to so, throw our, our words up, hoping that, uh, you know, this father hears us and will eventually do something. So, Gil, faith is tied to relationship. Yes. I cannot have faith. My people struggle. Okay, and I know this is going to bless somebody, whether you're doing legislation or not, and you don't see the fruit. They struggle because the reason they can't believe is they don't truly know him. If they knew him and his voice and how he functions, and that's just a matter of practice, right? It's not about trying to get some word from the Lord. It's about him saying daily these little things in your own personal life, and he says, do this or don't do that. And when you do it and you see the fruit and you don't meddle with it, you start to learn to trust that voice. You start to learn to trust the leading. Yeah. You start to learn to trust how he's guiding you. And so it's relationship, again, intimacy. And that's what I was going to share earlier. So I am, uh, I've put together a book on intimacy, which is the foundation for everything. Um, that's good. Yeah. And that, that's the key to everything. And, and so walking through the legislation, I can't give you a map. I don't know it. And I'm not trying to put together a map. What I'm trying to do is say there's some guideposts, humility, yielding, love, mm-hmm. right? Don't come in with a, with your own verdict or agenda. Come in asking what his is, your come heart on. being That's right. exactly right, yeah. These are, these are the principles. I talk about the, the thing that the Father gave me was structure with freedom. The structure right. is like Don't this, right? There's, there's all these principles in the world that we only recently in the last 100 to 150 years tapped into electricity the law of lift we weren't flying 150 years ago because we didn't understand the principles of the law of lift now we do we fly everywhere the same thing with electricity right so the law is that if you shape a wing a certain way it will lift it the, the freedom in is that you can design a plane any way you want it but to fly it the law of lift will still have to be applied over the wings mm-hmm so it is a foundational thing, and that's what we're trying to map. What is these foundational pieces so that we can start to build the kingdom? And that's educating other people how to do it. But it starts from a place of the heart. And and being able to trust him or know him in a governmental sense where his judgment is true, you have to have 100% confidence in your relationship with him and know that it's done, like you say. If I touch it, then I don't trust it. Yeah, and, and, you know, um, having an analytical mind and thinking about that, I I do have to really work at hands-off. You know, I renegotiate with myself. Did I really hear it that way? You know, or kind of, uh, you know, overanalyze something. And you're right, just that I have to remind myself, just let it go. Just wait for the fruit. Just trust Simply trust. So the, the first lesson that, that I learned from the Lord was rest. And there's two two things. One, a person that's analytical like like you and my wife are, and those that are doers. We want to push the agenda of that God wants us to do. We want to push ahead of him or we want to push hard. Gil and I understand that. Yep. Uh, and so we want to either understand or we want to push. 
And what we often have to do through after the court case is done is sit in that seat of rest. Again, relationship in him. My position is above this thing. It has no dominion over me, whatever it is. I am over it and I'm in him so I can rest in that. And here's the thing. My confidence is that he loves me and he knows the desires of my heart because he made me. So my destiny is going to be fulfilled in him. He is just going to outwork it. Now, all I got to do is sit back and watch as he transforms people's hearts to unite and be on a bench. I can't do that. That has to be a miracle from him. To give people blueprints is not a revelation I give them. It's the one that he gives them. So when you see the fruit coming back, it develops that ability for me to then sit in a position of rest, not trying to meddle with it. Now, when he says, I want you to put together five events this week at three o'clock, okay, hey, yes, do, sir, right away. And then I set it up and it's successful. Again, it's fruit, but it's governing daily. Every day I sit before him and discipline myself to do it and then wait on each subject or topic. I don't go ahead of it. I wait for it. And that is patience. Amen. Long suffering. <laughs> These are love attributes. Beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Well, we could certainly talk for a very long time. So we will have to have you back on, Jeff. Um, yeah, I could. <laughs> We'll, you and I are I, going I to talk talking. some more on the by phone. We will uh, when we talk next time. We'll we'll uh, get another time set up where we will be expanding. So this would have been for the members only, but everybody's going to get to hear it. We are going to be expanding. We're going to start probably filming three to four more a week that we will use through the month, yep. and probably put something in on Tuesday and Thursday. We don't expect yep, everybody to watch every single one of these, so please don't understand our hearts. All right. we're doing is trying to, you know, disseminate the the information and the leaders and the teachers, so that everybody gets a chance to connect with different people. Uh, we're not we're not trying to consume your time. Don't try to watch all of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm so excited. Spirit centered business. I think <laughs> we think possibly tentatively it will be on the Thursday night slot and uh or either wednesday or thursday i don't know but it's going to be in october because i have a lot of traveling stuff and but i'm pre uh recording some shows and i'm so excited about that awesome awesome yeah, yeah eventually at kingdomtalksmedia.com you'll be able to go there and you will see different channels you'll see spirit-centered business you'll see different uh, phases or aspects of kingdom talks because there are some who want to do some more fringy stuff that, uh, again, you'll have to just remember our uh, disclaimer is that whatever's on the show is not necessarily something we believe, uh, but we are honoring and respecting people because some people really connect with some of this stuff. And um, so it's going to be there for you to take a look at. And we just, mm -hmm. uh, there's certain people that we really honor and bless, and they've had a big part in helping Kingdom Talks take off. And, uh, you know, Jeff, even you're, you're a part of that, just the inspiration. Um, it's been really good. And I just thank you for being on here today. And uh, Berlin, thank you for being on here. And I'm looking forward to my wife getting home on Wednesday. I've missed yeah. her for 10 days. So um, just thank you we to everybody. We miss her too. Yeah, yeah. Berlin, I can't wait to have a deeper conversation with you too. I thank you guys. God bless you. I. I pray that God amplifies your voice in the kingdom and that he continues to do what you're doing. Thank you, guys. All right, so I'm going to hit awesome. the stop recording and stop streaming button. And if it doesn't all go off, hey, i got to go. So you're going to have a, a okay. view of the mountains. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Bless Bye -bye. you all. Love you all. Take care. Bye-bye.